This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. We can celebrate our birthday, uh, but we also need to realize it's the 1st of December. Advent has begun. Elmerie can open that little calendar and have the first chocolate. Mm. Hey, yo. <laughs> I actually saw yesterday here in Berlin that the, the Advent calendars were out. And yesterday, the, the Weihnachtmarken, the, the Christmas markets opened up. So uh, Christmas is good and well in swing here in, in Germany. And um, yeah, Brad, I mean, you know, this, this is an interesting thing uh, for us to focus on. This, this season called Advent um, is recognized, you know, to different extents in different parts of the world. They take it very seriously here in, in Germany. Mm. Um, even people who are not believers start anticipating the celebration of the birth of Christ. What a wonderful evangelical moment that yes. can be you know, <laughs> to evangelize. But yeah, I, I was speaking to some friends in America yesterday and they were saying they know when Thanksgiving is done, then they begin with that uh, period of anticipating uh, the birth of Christ. So Brad, just to remind our, our listeners again, the, the word Advent um, comes from a Latin word, Adventus, which means uh, to come or the coming. And it's a time throughout history where Christians have always waited expectantly mm. for the celebration of the birth of Christ. And one of the, the beautiful, beautiful images that's used, that's been used since the fourth or the fifth centuries, is the image of Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus, and uh, how Christians would almost imagine, like Mary, pregnant with, with Jesus, waiting for the birth of her first child, that, that sense of of anticipation, of excitement. Um, you know, you can just imagine, um, you know, certainly those of us who who are married, who, who've had uh, children, um, you know, that, that sense of anticipation at the birth of your child, the the hope, the the expectation, the prayer uh, for that, for that uh, you know, unborn life that will come into the world. And of course, when it comes to Jesus, there's something even more wonderful than this you know mary and joseph and and all of the people of the hebrew faith the jewish people of the time were well aware of the promises of of the coming messiah mm. and so they were anticipating uh, the coming of of jesus the savior the the one who was emmanuel god with us and brad i thought today just to 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 read to you one of the the passages that was a prophecy uh, about the coming of the Messiah, yes. and really just to do so because the first Sunday in Advent is always a Sunday on which we anticipate with hope. We we recognize with hope that because Jesus has come into the world, we're not left alone. No problem is too great. No struggle is too difficult. No challenge is too big because we have this King. So, wow. so just read to you from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 to 7. Listen to this promise. And, and maybe our listeners today, it might be that one of these characteristics that they use to describe Jesus is something that you really need today and, and let it give you hope. The prophet writes, Isaiah, for to us a child is born and to us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called a wonderful counselor, mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and with righteousness from that time on and forever. Forever means even today, even into the future. <laughs> and the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So, Brad, I, I, I want to encourage our listeners, um, you know, to, to, to grow excited about this pregnant hope, this what in, in Greek they describe as the kairos moment, the perfect time when God comes into the world through Jesus. And, and I want to invite you, get excited about the hope that God gives us in Jesus and, and be a little bit contagious with that. You know, yes. perhaps your hope could inspire someone around you. How many times have we heard that uh, collection of verses out of Isaiah, Dion, so often? And, and I, I was catching up on the news and reading the news and, and those that are listening have, have, have heard it. And then it feels sort of shaky. You hear local news, political news, and then you hear international political news. And then we share the economic indicators, you know, and so much of it is determined by governments and you know, one thing is said about this government and then suddenly all the currencies fluctuate. The markets go crazy and those men that you see on telly holding the telephones and making the decisions we don't understand look very nervous. Uh, and, and here you're sharing with us a reminder that, yes, these things will fall away. This is the forever government. So you've shared something we've heard so often. I was so encouraged by hearing that this morning, saying that is where my hope is. That's where my eternal hope is and my hope for now. And I suddenly feel very stable. That was such a beautiful thing that we, I think we needed that this morning. Brad, and you know, of course, that's, that's the truth. And it's not only hope for you and for me. It's hope for our children and for yes, our children's amen. children. And we get to live in that legacy of hope. So, so blessings to you and to our listeners as we anticipate the hope of the coming Christ who, who rules the world in love and in justice and in peace. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.